Hi, I'm Jessica. And I'm Ashley. And we're the Theme Parkettes. Find out more about us, our store, our vacation planning services, and more at themeparkettes.com. Today, we are discussing what's happening in theme parks this holiday season, 2020. We are right in the middle of a pandemic, and theme (laughs) parks around the country are trying to figure out what to do over the holidays. Usually, a theme park is a fun place to spend the holidays, wouldn't you say, Ashley? Uh, For sure. I mean, depending on the theme park you're going to, there's a variety of different experiences historically. It is also, uh, fun fact, one of the busiest, if not the busiest time of year. Is that a fun fact? Is that a fun fact? (laughs) Well, because I say this because every year I am always surprised at the number, the number of folks who are genuinely surprised that the Magic Kingdom uh, hits capacity on Christmas Day. Um, in fact, I I had a client a couple of years ago who thought that if they went at Christmas, it would be quieter because people stay home for the holidays. And nope. I had to very gently <laughs> let her down to be like, that's the opposite. <laughs> Yeah. of what happens they are um, very but 2020 is different mm-hmm. but 2020, 2020 is different is very different and first of all we want to say a little disclaimer by mentioning that it, we are in the midst of this pandemic with numbers skyrocketing and no end seemingly in sight in no way are the theme park gets recommending that people put themselves at risk by going to a theme park right now however we of course want to be as helpful as possible and let you know what some theme parks are doing to celebrate this holiday season so that you can decide for yourself and your family if it's something you are comfortable doing. So in that spirit, I went ahead and went to a couple of these experiences. <laughs> the- and we should say before you before you explain your experiences, there were we had a lot of conversations about them. There was mm-hmm. a lot of research that had been done. You know, as our, our listeners probably remember, you know, it wasn't too long ago when we made the very sad decision to not go to Disney in January like we'd originally mm-hmm. planned. So, you know, these these were not kind of uh, spur of the moment decisions. There's a lot of planning and researching and, you know, uh, what happens if plan A happens? Mm-hmm. What happens if plans B? You know, all of those things that went into it, yeah. just so everybody so knows. So we've discovered that basically if theme parks are opening, they are doing one of three things. One, like in Florida – they are completely open, well, except for, of course, masks and social distancing yeah. and limiting park capacities. I, mean, I would say, I would say, yeah, I mean, the, the version of completely open is they're definitely limiting park capacities, although Disney recently shared on their uh, last quarter earnings call that they've increased capacity to 35%. No one knows what that number is. Disney has never released their capacity numbers, um, but you have to imagine that because there are no shows, because there are no uh, indoor theater experiences or attractions, because there's no fireworks, you know, the amount of restaurants, uh, table service restaurants specifically are limited. That means that what normally would be, um, how do I describe, what normally would pull crowds of people mm-hmm. out of the outdoor spaces, those don't, they're not operating right now, which means that the lines are longer there are going to feel like there are more people because you're going to be aware of all of those people. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, yes, (laughs) despite what people are saying, 
currently, as we're recording this podcast, Disney has claimed that they are at 35%. I highly doubt that they are lying. <laughs> I don't think that they are. Um, Universal is in a pretty similar spot. They, Universal you know, Orlando. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sorry. Universal Orlando is in a similar spot. They are um, restricting the number of folks. But that doesn't mean that the park isn't busy or that there aren't people around. So just right. keep that in mind when you're looking at photos or videos, or if you're considering going to either one of those, those theme parks in particular. Right. So I think that we should take this time to mention the parks that are quote unquote open or fully open, what we're considering as open as they can be, uh, as open as a park could be right now in 2020. Uh, Walt Disney World in Florida, Universal Orlando open celebrating uh, in terms of the Six Flags parks, Six Flags uh, America, which is the Maryland DC one, is open and they've added their seasonal enhancements to some of their parts of the park and rides. Six Flags over Georgia and Six Flags St. Louis. Um, I should also mention, and, and this one <laughs> kind of makes my, you know, uh, my panic meter go up a little bit, but Six Flags Great Escape, which is the indoor water park in New York that we talked about before is doing holiday in the lodge. It's a, their hotel and their pools and their lazy river and their indoor beach are all open. A lot of the great wolf lodges, a lot of them are open as well. With yeah. The water park inside. Now, again, a lot of these, especially if it's attached to a resort or a hotel, they're still keeping the numbers small. Sure. They're not selling mm -hmm. out all of the rooms. The, the right. rooms are, okay. the, the hotels are not at capacity. Mm -hmm. Is yeah. Other parks that are open, Dollywood. Dollywood is doing Smoky Mountain Christmas. When we refer to parks being open, I think in our brains, we think of it as you can actually ride something. Right. <laughs> like you can go on a roller coaster. You can go right. on a ride. Um, so when we say that these are the parks that are open, these actually have attractions that right. are currently being operated. These are the most operating open. attractions. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, Bush Gardens Williamsburg is mostly open. They do have some rides and seasonal experiences and food. They are limiting capacity, but they are doing their Christmas celebration, as I believe is Tampa Bay, Bush Gardens Tampa Bay as well. Um, yeah, Bush Gardens Tampa has um, certain rides and attractions that are yeah. Open. If, if it's in Florida, it's if open. It's in Florida, it's open. Uh, Legoland in Florida um, is currently open. Uh, and also is providing some holiday um, celebrations with seasonal shows and treats, special Lego character meet and greets, um, some lights. And then they are doing fireworks on select nights. And apparently wow. they also have a kid's New Year's party. Oh, um, cute. So, yeah. So those are the parks that in the United States that we are aware of that are the most open, I guess we'll say, quote unquote, the most open, have attractions you can go on rides. It's closest to normal as possible could happen in 2020. But something that some theme parks are doing are having drive-through experiences. You might have some of these in the local parks in your hometown, but Six Flags specifically is taking their holiday in the park model, and they have created a drive-through experience for Six Flags Magic Mountain in California and Six Flags Great Adventure in New Jersey. And I was able to attend Six Flags Magic Mountain at their media event last week. And I'm happy to share it all with you and tell you what it's like. Yes, please do, because the videos and the photos you shared with me look so cool. 
Yeah. But obviously, I'm not sitting in the car with you. So I'm curious to know what it was like. Yeah. I mean, you have to see the videos. Uh, follow us on Instagram at the theme parkettes. Go to our highlights. Find the Six Flags highlights and click through there. You'll see Holiday in the Park from last year. And then you'll see this year's. And it's obviously wildly different. We had a blast last year at Holiday in the Park. Uh, all the rides were open and obviously there's all these different foods and um, hot chocolate and s'more stations and all these really fun, you know, photo opportunities and things like that. This was about as different as you could get, but still a really cool experience. I was very happy to be invited. It is a completely contactless event. You stay in your car the entire time. There is no getting out of your car to take a photo. They still want you to wear a mask if you're going to roll your window down, and which you might want to do to take photos or videos like I did or wave hi to the characters that are going to be outside the car, get a better view uh, with your 3D glasses on of the lights that are out there. They give you 3D glasses. So when you first are checking in, obviously have your mask on. And they, they scan your ticket and they give you 3D glasses. And if you purchase anything ahead of time, like a funnel cake or fudge, um, there are like different snack packets that you can get. They will give it to you then. And then once you're in the car with the windows up, you're allowed to have those treats, of course. But while the windows are down, of course, use your mask. It was definitely, I mean, they do such a great job with the lights every year at Six Flags for a holiday in the park. I mean, it's millions and millions of lights. There's Ashley's favorite, the Snope. Mm-hmm. The Snope is everywhere. The um, they had, uh, at, in particular at Magic Mountain, I don't know if they do this in New Jersey, but they had some movie cars from West Coast Customs, uh, some like movie cars. There was uh, some live entertainment and plenty of characters So I went with my husband because Ashley lives on the East Coast and I'm on the West Coast. Uh, Would have been a very expensive (laughs) ticket for me to fly out there. Yeah, a little little much. Um, And so we went to adults and it was – the pros were it was a really different way to see a park that I knew so well. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like you're – at what point are you ever going to be able to drive through this park again? Like we were driving next to all of the our favorite coasters and around these streets and up and down the mountain and, um, you know, kind of like through the back lot area, I guess, and driving under roller coasters. Like that's a cool experience that you'll probably never have again. But <laughs> and, and no, let me stick with the, the pros. Okay. And it was, you know, nice to have a little safe holiday excursion to go see a bunch of lights and hear music. And it was something to do that we felt 100%. Safe. I mean, there's no contact. So it was like, it was just a hundred. It was just the most safe of an experience that you could have. Mm-hmm. But there are cons for sure. I, I think that maybe if we had kids that maybe the kids would have appreciated the lights and the entertainment a little more than we did for us. It, you know, after a while, it was it's just lights. <laughs> I can't know? believe you just said that. That is I like know. the most blasphemous. I know, but when it's you're not just being, lights. but when you're just when you're outside standing in lights, it's different. I think than driving past it in a car. And after a while, at first it was like, wow, and the lights are to music and it's great. But after, you know, about 30 minutes, how you long, know. Okay, so how long did it take you um, from start to finish I, to drive through? 
probably an hour. Oh, wow. Okay. You're driving three miles an hour through the entire park, maybe a little less than that, um, time-wise. You're just sort of slowly creeping along. Nick was saying, my husband was saying that his ankle was starting to hurt from going, (laughs) you know, because you're going really slow, right? So you're just like tapping. So who's ever driving, you know, probably gets to enjoy it even a little less. (laughs) Um, And the the characters were great and waving at us and very sweet. But, and, um, you know, I, there, there were a couple of performers, like the dancers and the singers and the the percussionists that I wish we could have maybe like pulled our car over and watched, Mm -hmm. but that's not how, I, I don't know how that would even work. So unless they let people in in like groups with the cars. I was going to say, all I could think of in my head when I was watching some of the videos was how they do the Thanksgiving Day Parade, mm-hmm. usually most years, where they time it. So there's the performances in front of Macy's, yeah, you know, but they yep. but they, ha- they stagger the parade so it's timed so that they have that built into the whole – so – yeah, all to say is like that's like, what I was thinking of. This but. was more just like a string of cars, like we were just all yeah. throughout the park. Go, and it, you were really at the mercy of the people going in front of you. And I mean, here's the thing: if we had just stepped on our brakes and just watched, no one was, you know what I mean? Yeah, Everybody, what were they going to do? <laughs> there's nothing anybody can do. It's you know, you're right there. There's nobody making you move along. But nobody was doing that. Everybody was just you know, sort of a bit enjoying it and taking videos and pictures and. Moving on. And the characters are, you know, specifically looking at the kids and waving at the kids and talking to the kids. There's stilt walkers and princesses and, um, you know, then Santa at the end, of course. Spoiler alert. And the, <laughs> I can't believe you gave it away. And the other con is that it was a little bittersweet. I think I said in one of the videos, it was like seeing your old friends but not being able to hang out with them. Yeah. It was like, oh, my gosh, there's X2. <laughs> oh, my gosh, there's Twisted Colossus. I wish we could go on Twisted Colossus I was going right to ask now. you, like, did you spend most of it just wanting to jump out of the car and ride? Yeah. And, you know, and seeing all of those rides with, like, lights on them or in the dark is a little sad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, something that I noticed, like, it, it's it's weird to be in a theme park known for roller coasters and the roller coasters aren't going because you're so used to hearing like the constant of like like screaming or like the sounds of a park and it's just there's none of that were any of the rides going one ride that was like on the route it's called crazanity it's like a spinning ride that is also like a uh yo-yo i don't even know how to describe it but i had video of it and it they just it has a lot of lights on it and so they had that ride just going but with no one on it so (laughs) probably because it has lights on it is my guess (laughs) yeah just because it has lights on it so you know it was uh, it it's about twenty dollars a ticket I think some nights it's more expensive than others, but on their cheapest nights, it's $20 a ticket and it's per person. And I, you know, I have a friend who's got three kids and she's like, we're a family of five. That's a hundred dollar night, you know, for us to drive through and look at some lights. And so, you know, I do kind of wish for families that there was an option where, you know, babies get in free or something, but that's not, or that's just, you pay by the car, but then someone like me and my husband, what, you know, 
we just would want to pay for it. So yeah. there's really no good answer, unfortunately. I just don't think all of the kinks have been worked out with it. But I'm I'm very grateful that Six Flags invited us. And the fudge that we got from them was delicious. <laughs> so <laughs> I was very thankful for that and thankful just to have something to do. So then besides being quote unquote fully open or these drive through experiences, the third thing that we're seeing some theme parks do is having an outdoor kind of walk through festival this kind of like the, season. Yeah, it's like the in between. Like right. Where compromise. <laughs> right. Where you're you're walking around, you're walking in the park, you're going all around the park and you can see everything, but no rides are open, but they've probably added things like entertainment and uh, little like new food stations. Mm -hmm. Some parks that are doing this are Six Flags Great America in Illinois. They're doing walkthrough with food and photos, no rides. Uh, Six Flags over Texas and actually Six Flags New England is doing this as well. They're doing like a walkthrough. It's got to be so cold. (laughs) Ashley, over by you in North Carolina, not really over by you, but the closest park to you, Carowinds in North Carolina is doing Taste of the Season, an outdoor holiday food festival where they're actually opening just three roller coasters and some of the family rides. Just three. Just three. (laughs) So (laughs) it's a very specific number. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And over at King's Dominion in Virginia, they're doing the Taste of season as well. They're both under the Cedar Fair parks. And they are saying that, quote unquote, select rides will be open, but they're not saying which rides. Interesting. Interesting. As we know, Disneyland and Disney California Adventure are closed, but they have opened Downtown Disney and the opening to Disney's California Adventure, which we call Buena Vista Street, where Disneyland has Main Street. This is Buena Vista Street. And they've opened that up, but they're not really adding. I don't know. I don't think that they're adding food, but they have some of their seasonal offerings as well. They do. Well, they have. Uh, so basically, it's 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 all of the gift shops and the um, food options, you know, quick service options that are right there in that like front on Buena Vista Street. And then kind of, if you've ever been to California Adventure, you know, as you enter, you walk down Buena Vista Street and then to the right is Grizzly Peak. Um, Smoke Jumpers Grill is open. And they also opened Carthay Circle, which is the table service restaurant. And they're taking reservations for it. But I believe it's a very limited menu. And I believe all of the seating is outdoors. But we're right. still learning. Yeah, still figuring it out here in California. (laughs) But what's interesting about Disneyland, or I should say about California Adventure, is that, you know, it's in Anaheim, so it's in Orange County. It's right down the street from Knott's Berry Farm. And so in the case of of Knott's Berry Farm, they have done this outdoor food event, but they've opened up the whole park. So you can't ride anything, but you can walk the whole park. I'm surprised that Disneyland hasn't done the same thing where you could essentially walk all around Disney California Adventure instead of limiting people just to that front section. But yeah, I don't know the reasoning behind it. I don't think anybody does. But yes, speaking of Knott's Berry Farm, yes, their event is called Taste of Mary Farm. And I just went to it today. Yay! So that's what I spent my morning doing. Again, if you'd like to watch my adventures, go to our Instagram page at the Theme Parkettes. Go to our highlights and look for... Uh, the knots highlight. You'll see 
from earlier in the pandemic this year, where I just went to California Marketplace, which is sort of their like shopping area outside the park. And I just got to see how they had opened that up and they were doing outdoor seating and letting the shops be open and things were very tentative at that time. And now uh, for Taste of Mary Farm, yes, they have opened the park. So basically... What you do and what it looks like, this is very similar to what a lot of the other parks that I just mentioned that have opened for these type of festival events. They open the park. You buy a ticket online, which is a re- which is basically also a reservation as well as your tasting card. So in my case, to go to Knott's Taste of Mary Farm, it was $40, which I think is a really great deal for what you get because I got my parking for free. That's my admission and five tastings. And let me five? tell you, Ashley, five tastings and two of those could be alcoholic beverages. So I know. And the amount of different options that they had were unbelievable. Listen, I'm a fan. (laughs) We've talked about I'm a fan of these type of like food festival events. I love food and wine festival at Epcot. I love when Disney's California Adventure does does their festivals, Uh, but like food and wine and whatever. Those portions are are like minuscule compared to what I just got at Knott's this morning. I'm just in shock about how great these portions were. Um, They had vegan options. They had gluten-free. Everything was listed allergy-wise. It was so very clear where the food that you wanted was. They had it available at multiple locations. So if you wanted, say, the eggnog creme brulee, you didn't have to just find it at one place. You could get it at like five different spots. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. I know. It was really odd. There were so many food stations. I never waited in line like longer than maybe five minutes. Oh, I mean, wow. it was it was really fast. Basically, I felt, you know, the, <laughs> I felt okay about doing this. Obviously, the drive-up experience, the most safe. I feel like this was the next sort of step. Mm-hmm. And I felt very safe when you were going in. Um, they were spacing people out, obviously, and the, probably the time that I felt the most nervous was in line to walk into the park, if that makes sense, just because yeah. it, you're kind of in a mouse maze. Uh, there's the people in front of you and the people behind you, and there's supposed to be social distancing, but everybody kind of has to be aware and be doing it themselves. Uh, there's hand sanitizing stations everywhere, so that felt great. But once I got in, you'll look at my videos. It I hardly looked like I was ever around it, people. And I it really looked like wasn't. it was empty. I mean, it literally and looked it like it was sold empty. out. It was sold out. It's the, I mean, it was completely sold out event. And there weren't didn't once I was in the park, I didn't feel like there were many people there at all. So I think that they definitely have limited the capacity. And I think people were just because of the size of the park, there were so many different places to go. You weren't, you know, like sometimes you're at Epcot and you're like fighting over a trash can with people of like where to put <laughs> yes. your food. Like there were so many added picnic tables and added little like seats for two, seats for six. There were a ton of different benches added. I mean, you didn't have to be near anyone 
when you were eating at all, which awesome. I think was so brilliant. Um, it was really fun to see knots. Uh, I, again, it was, it was odd. I feel like I should talk about the pros and then the cons, but like, <laughs> but really the, it's so, it's so d- double-sided because on the one hand, it was really cool to see knots without all of the commotion of the roller coasters, but it was also really quiet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, even with the music playing in the videos you sent me, it still seemed really yeah, eerie it was, it <laughs> in was, some ways. It was, it was right? It was kind of, it's peaceful because knots, if you've ever been there, you are like, the roller coasters, you are walking under them. You're all, they're right in the center. You know what I mean? They're not, it's not one of those parks where kind of like you're walking in the center and then the roller coasters are on the outskirts. Like, no, you're, the roller coasters are, you're above you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're, they're sort of, you're surrounded by them. And for them to be silent was a definitely weird experience but I feel like also kind of neat like I was seeing something I shouldn't be seeing and there were so few people around me it sort of felt like I had the park to myself so something else that was interesting I figured that they would have the shops open because hello why not and that they've added all these food stations and um and all that but the games were open like that kind of what? surprised me. Yeah. Like all of like all the games like hit the try all the carnival games and they have a lot of those at Knott's. That's interesting. Right? So they I had I wouldn't a, have not expected that. Right. So they had like the carnival barker who would guess your weight. They had like the you know the try to knock down the bottles thing. I mean, I was like, "Oh, but I Similar to how they did the food. Oh, I guess I didn't totally talk about that. But basically, when you buy your ticket, that's your tasting pass. And when you go up to the counter, you tell them what you want. So you say, I want the chocolate cranberry tart. And they go, great. They scan your – you're wearing the thing around your neck and they just scan a little QR code. And then you get whatever you ordered. So it's – also basically contactless you're not exchanging really anything but you just you know take the food with the game it's games i think it's very similar you're signing up on the knots app for however many games you want to play and then they scan your app your phone app and that's how you play games and also knots app will like give you like free games and it'll keep track of things for you oh that's kind of fun actually i like that their app (laughs) <laughs> the thing that I loved the most about today's trip, besides the amazing food that I ate and the humongous portions and seeing the park from a different way, was really getting to learn the app more than I'd ever really paid attention to. You know, normally you're looking at an app for wait times, right? Like that's mm-hmm. why you're looking at an app. Or a but map. this was right. But in this one in particular, it was like, oh, I want to go to the coaster diner at the boardwalk to be able to get this particular vegan cauliflower crust pizza that I want. Okay, so how do I get there? Well, they have this map on the app (laughs) and you type in in the search bar boardwalk or you type in the specific ride or the specific shop or restaurant that you're looking for. And it literally, similar to like uh, the Google map app, like walks you there. What? Yeah, like if it, awesome. no, it using GPS, it even shows like you can turn in a circle and it knows which direction you're facing, and it like <laughs> points awesome. you in the right way, so you're not getting lost. <laughs> and also, we'll tell you like it, you will be there in eight minutes. 
what? Like, it's it's amazing. (laughs) So I never, because knots is a little confusing if you're not super familiar with it. And there's not a ton of signage anywhere. You just sort of like look up and that's how you figure out where you are. But so this was, I thought that that was, was really cool. That Um, was awesome. In my review is, I really liked it. I would have liked to be there with someone. I went by myself, Ashley. (laughs) I know. I'm sorry. (laughs) I wish I could have come out there to go with you. And I don't normally mind going to parks alone. But in this case, there were so many cool photo opportunities that they added. (laughs) And I didn't want to have any random person touch my phone, you know? So, like, that's fair. So there was a lot of like those head cutout things and like really cute like places to take your photo. I mean, Knott's has a lot of that anyway, but they added even more. And um, there's also an opportunity that you could get uh, the professional photographers to take your photo and get those on the app as well. And they added a professional photo with Santa that you could pay for in advance. Um, and you get so like you a get time and a reservation. Right. And that I think that that is if you can get a reservation to go to Taste of Mary Farm, uh, I think they're already really running low. So like get it now. Um, then th- that would be a really great Christmas photo. Really fun photos if you go with people <laughs> and not by yourself like me and try to get selfies with a tree. Like so that's sorry. all decorated. <laughs> it's okay. Something else I found that was fun was um, I obviously knew that season pass holders would get some sort of discount on their merch, uh, but AAA members get 10% off what? just for showing your AAA card. Didn't know that before. Oh my gosh. I feel like the AAA discounts don't exist anymore so that's right awesome. they do it not Berry farm who knew that's so awesome. um yeah so i did a little christmas shopping and i got 10 percent off so that was exciting Ooh-hoo. i love their peanuts we love a store. deal i know they have so many cute like peanuts and snoopy stuff there so i felt safe i did bring my own hand sanitizer wipes and every time I was going to eat something I like looked around made sure I was like super by myself and then hand sanitized before I would eat the food even more so than I would normally do when you when they gave you the food was it I'm assuming everything is disposable oh yeah yeah yep. okay that's good so everything's disposable mm-hmm. did you feel like whenever I think of disposable I just think of especially at theme parks or movie theaters especially but definitely theme parks they have those giant sections where you get like all of your condiments and your silverware and it tends to be crowded because Mm -hmm. everybody's trying to grab a fork and a napkin and Mm -hmm. did you feel like those were really well spaced out i think that we all you you have to do it yourself you know what i mean there's there's a there were a lot of employees around that were literally just standing there holding signs reminding people of face coverings especially near where like big groups of tables were because Mm -hmm. i think as people are getting up from the table that's when they're saying all right now you're not sitting down anymore you have to put your mask on right but at these types of events people have to really be watching out for themselves and so um but that being said i don't think any of the food items i'm trying to think like required ketchup or mustard or anything like that so i don't i don't even think i saw any and there weren't any like coke dispensers you know what i mean like things that you would get on your own like they were mm-hmm. handing you the slushies or the hot chocolates or the apple ciders so 
there wasn't like you had to go get a straw like they would they were handing them to you from behind yeah. counters the only thing that i did have to get of course was my plastic utensils and i ended up taking video of that too because i was really impressed with this new uh like dispenser thing where you could just like grab one and then a new one pops out so you're never having to like hit fancy yeah you're never having to like hit a button to dispense a fork like the fork is just sticking out and then once you pull your fork another one comes out it's crazy that's awesome (laughs) i need one of those for my house (laughs) um i think they need to keep these again this is like one of these things that's like can we just keep this forever so i never have to touch you know ew that button that everybody was hitting before they eat gross (laughs) I think we've all become very well aware of how gross everything is now. Yeah, seriously. I'm sure that they will keep a lot of these things. Like, I think there's so many of these theme parks that have adapted and adjusted and, mm-hmm. you know, like knots. Obviously, they've they've plussed up their app. Um, I was just, when we were talking about Legoland, um, one of the things about Legoland that I find really interesting is that they are a completely cashless park. Ooh. So, um, and I think, you know, Disney and Universal um, are are not completely cashless, but they're definitely heading in that direction mm-hmm. with mobile ordering through their apps, um, paying with things with your magic band, or if you're at Walt Disney World, that kind of thing. So I think a lot of this, these kind of developments, may they may have been fast-tracked, but I think a lot of them are, are here to stay. It's just more convenient for everybody. And I did feel safe, but I, I just, you know... I don't want to say at all that it was safe and it was right. 100%, you know, because it really, it's up to all of us. Right. Well, and like we always say, you know, your mileage may vary, right? I mean, I think that there is, um, when the, the theme parks, when the major theme parks first opened back up over the summer, specifically Walt Disney World and Universal Orlando, you know, the lines, the, the crowds were small. The lines were short, you know, because people were still in this place of, of uncertainty, right? Like they they didn't want to be the the guinea pigs testing this right. out. Now, you know, there are, people are definitely adjusting their comfort levels, and some people are totally happy with the way that those theme parks are functioning. Um, and there clearly is a world of people who are totally happy with going to water parks, um, indoor water <laughs> parks, and so you know. But it's really dependent on, like you said, every single person doing their part. Um, and also I think one of the things that, you know, you and I had kind of talked about specifically with, with Taste of Mary Farm was this acknowledgement that if at any point you didn't feel comfortable, I was going to leave, you were just gonna leave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, that's, that's semi easy for you to do. You live in Los Angeles, you know, it's a, it's a drive. Um, you're just, you know, covering the cost for you, but if you have a whole family, and, right. you know, you're going or you're making a special trip. You know, there's a lot of costs um, incurred with that. So it definitely is. Uh, we always talk about how you shouldn't crowdsource your vacation. <laughs> and I think I think this is the one year where I definitely am telling people, like, do not make decisions based on other people's comfort level because mm-hmm. that's not your comfort level. Right. So if you're going to go to an event like over at Six Flags Great America or Kings Dominion, Virginia, it's it's similar to what I just went to at Mary Farm, but I can't we can't speak to to the safety of it. So um, yeah, just keep that in mind and make. I, I hope that helps. I hope that what we've told you today helps you make a decision if if you've been considering going to a theme park this year around the holidays. We did come up with some other little fun ideas 
that are not going to a theme park that <laughs> feel maybe theme park esque that might be semi celebratory, semi celebratory for theme park fans like us. The big one being something Ashley and I were talking about before we hit record on this podcast, which was uh, theme parks are offering mega deals right now (laughs) on their tickets for 2021 and 2022 and beyond. And I think that we can all uh, guess which theme park isn't doing that, (laughs) but the rest of them, the rest of them are doing it. Um, There are some really good deals out there uh legoland orlando you can buy a season pass for 99 dollars a person i mean which is crazy i mean if you live in florida and you have kids that are super into legos or i guess if you're an adult that's super into it i mean it includes parking um you know there's all these different things that are included bush all the bush gardens parks are doing the same thing um I also, not a theme park, but an attraction that we both would be interested in. Kennedy Space Center is also doing a Black Friday sale. So, um, you know, there are going to be, and these these sales are probably going to run through most of December. So we're saying Black Friday, but really you can check their website. And um, Oh, yeah. And yeah, a lot of them of have been doing them for a while. I mean, I don't yes. know what they know about 2021 that we don't know. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, who knows? Maybe they heard that there might be a vaccine and they're like, all right, let's well, do I can it. tell you like from the travel industry, this does not, this isn't just specific to theme parks. I mean, I think we're more aware of it because this is what we talk about, what yeah. we're interested in, <laughs> but you could give me any de- destination cruise, a tour, whatever it is. And I can go into my system and search it. And I guarantee you, I will find you some sort of deal. Um, especially if you book it within the next 60 days wow. um, for yeah. 2021, 2022. So I, I think, you know, the travel industry is really, really hurting and they're just trying to encourage people to um, sure. you know, plan something. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, I will also say that a lot of these, both theme parks and also just any travel company, um, especially if you decide you want to book a, a trip, like there's a lot of these Black Friday deals with resort stays and things like that, they have uh, adjusted their terms and conditions. So, you know, I think a lot, I think a lot of us who uh, had planned and or work in the world of planning experienced the craziness of what do you do when somebody needs to cancel a trip because there's a global pandemic happening. Mm -hmm. Um, And so thankfully, the travel industry has responded in a really positive way and has done a lot of adjustments. Now, that being said, as a friendly travel agent, I would tell (laughs) you that you should always read the terms and conditions of anything before you purchase a ticket, put down a deposit, all of those things. But generally speaking, there's a lot more flexibility if you're planning something for 2021 or even 2022. Um, So, you know, if you're on the fence about it because you're not sure... I would definitely say, you know, reach out to a travel agent, hint, hint, and we'd be happy to pull um, some information for you. And you probably would be pleasantly surprised right. at how flexible those things are. And then like doing something like that and putting that in someone's stocking, you know, that's looking towards the future, towards a safer time and just plan. You know, I think that that is something really, you know, 
theme park esque. <laughs> a year of Legoland. Come on, for a hundred dollars, right? So like, even if it doesn't, that's happen, amazing. <laughs> even if it doesn't happen, the idea that it could happen, <laughs> the idea that you'd be able to go for a year is amazing. <laughs> yes, I could just literally spend my entire 2021 at Legoland. That's Why not? amazing. Only if you have kids. That's the California one, not the the Florida one. You can go as an adult. Oh, I didn't kids. realize that. Oh, yeah. Look at what I learned. Hot tip. Thanks, Ash. You're welcome. P.S. You mentioned uh, World of Planning, and I was just like, that's the, instead of World of Disney, like World of Planning, side note, would be like uh, the dream store for us. (laughs) (laughs) I want, it needs to be full of stationery, planners, and notebooks. Clear boxes, labels. Whiteboards. Label makers, laminators. Literally the container (laughs) store slash... (laughs) stationary like the paper source but um, it's sparkly and it obviously. has and some of it has mouse ears and castles on it what of course it does <laughs> um but i um, but speaking of that i would say that this is i'm i'm not trying to harp on this to be annoying but i do think it's important to realize that if anything this year has taught me as a as a professional but also anybody i know who books any sort of travel that this is this is why you you know contact somebody who's a professional yeah. to help you with it because the amount of adjusting and changes and mm-hmm. shifting like there was just so much that had to be done it literally changes day to day um you know the cruise lines i know there's a lot of people who are so anxious to get, which cracks me up they're so anxious to get on a boat and go into the yeah. middle of the ocean for five days but that if that's your thing if that's what floats you oh, okay no, i feel like i've been on um, my own personal cruise here in my house i can't leave so yeah, like but to each their own each their own um but there's you know cruises i mean there's just so many things that people are just chomping at the bit to do and um you know that's what we're here for is to to help so not only do we want to be informative as we're talking about this through the podcast but also just want to be helpful and giving you kind of all of the information you need to make the best decision mm-hmm. um, because i think we're all going to be in need of a Uh, this is where my brain's at I was about to say we're all gonna be in need of a little Christmas but we're not Mm -hmm. singing songs from Maine right now (laughs) which has been stuck in my head for three weeks now um we all are gonna be in need of a vacation some sort of escape when we can so yeah meanwhile this year another great idea is to google local public light displays yeah uh it seems like everybody who is decorating their house. Everybody is planning on decorating their businesses and their churches and their mission. I mean, it's going to be, I think, an amazing year for public light displays. So, you know, get in the car, you know, put some holiday music on, drink some cocoa and Google where those light displays are and go see some some lights out there. Put some lights up yourself. Make a little... (laughs) Did you hear that uh, Disney Plus is going to do the the frozen fireplace thing? No, but that sounds awesome. You can have like an Arendelle fire if, uh, on your TV didn't from they Disney do that? Plus. Didn't they do one last year? They did, but it wasn't, obviously it wasn't Disney Plus. But no. now it's going to be on Disney Plus, so you just click on it. So I have been a fan of the uh, Harry Potter ones. Ooh, where's Harry that? Ones. Um, I mean, I feel like they're fan-made ones on YouTube, but they're still great. Um, and I also am a big fan of the one that Hallmark, the Hallmark Channel plays, which is puppies. 
in front of the fireplace on Christmas morning. It's the best. I feel like that could go horribly wrong, though. No, so. no, 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 no. They're fine. There's like a okay. grate up there, and like right. there's parts where they're like, just how sleeping. How close are these dogs to the fire? I don't know. I mean, this is the magic of of television. But like the they're magic just snuggling Hallmark. in their bed, and then sometimes they get up and they play with something. And it's just really mm-hmm. cute to watch and enjoyable. Um, also, all of the a lot of the Christmas movies and holiday movies mm-hmm. have dropped early. There's some really cute holiday gifts out there. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure this is going to be a big year for shopping. Yes, and may we remind you, as small business owners, that uh, Amazon does not need any more of your money. No, they don't. <laughs> they Shop do small. not need it. Shop small if you can. Uh, you know, if you're we would we would appreciate it fellow business owners would appreciate it like this mm-hmm. is the year that we really need uh the support to carry us into the next year so for sure trust, trust me when i tell you amazon will be fine uh, for sure and <laughs> our list of cast member owned businesses is still on our website themeparkouts.com if you want to support some people who are out of business of making magic daily yes and hopefully they'll be back soon yeah so hey uh is this our last podcast of 2020? Are we going to do another one? I mean, why are you putting that out in the universe like that? I don't know. I'm just wondering if this is, if we're going to do another one, or we should say happy holidays to I mean, our we fan can, base. We can still say happy holidays right. and then say it a second now. time. <laughs> Whatever. I already ate pie today. It's fine. It's so, oh, I ate everything at knots. So You ate everything. <laughs> well, everybody, listeners, parkettes. We miss you too. Happy holidays to Happy you. Happy holidays. Thanks for being with us now for over a year. And hopefully next wow. year's holiday episode will be more exciting and we'll have <laughs> more adventures to tell you about. But I'm glad that I was able to at least experience a little bit and report back yeah. that, you know, it was good. It's, bitter, it's bittersweet. It is. That's the word. It's bittersweet. The word is bitter, bittersweet, for sure. It's bittersweet. And I think that that would go, I think anyone who um, is a fan and a, a frequent visitor of any of the other theme parks would probably have the same reaction, even mm-hmm. if you can ride you know, the attractions and do certain things. I think that there are still a lot of things that are missing from mm-hmm. those experiences. And so whether it's fireworks, whether it's performers, whether it's, you know, being able to stand in line and have your picture taken, you know, less than six feet away from somebody. Um, I think all of that stuff is one of the reasons why there is so much magic in a theme park. So I think, I think it's all bittersweet, but it's good that there are options. That being said, if you are going to a theme park this holiday season, that's one of the ones that we mentioned around the country that are doing some sort of special event. Please tag us because we w- we really want to see what's going on. We want to see some footage from inside these things. Yes, so if please. you if you do go, we want to hear your opinion of how it was and so that we can share that with other people. So please tag us at the theme park gets, let us know. To find out more about Ashley and I, our shop and travel planning services, check Check out themeparkettes.com. My personal Instagram is at actor Jessica Gardner. And mine is at Happy Go Ashley. We are Jessica and Ashley, the theme parkettes. And hey, happy holidays. Wherever you're sitting this holiday season, in spirit, you can sit with us. Thanks, everybody. Happy holidays, Jessica. Oh, happy holidays, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs>